0: Hello everybody, and welcome, I don't know why that was so difficult, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in The Four Keeps Recovery Part 2. Today is May 4th, 2020, and may the 4th be with you, and you are loved! We rightly appreciate each and every single person who ends up coming by, and so we like to genuinely let them know how we feel about them at the beginning of each and every single one of our episodes. If this is your first time joining us and you like what you heard or are interested in finding out more you can catch all of our vods on youtube.com indooradventures we post all of our games up and available for free there as well as anywhere audio casts are made available also for free uh other than that if you like to support the show and you also like free things consider going to patreon.com slash indoor adventures and you're probably thinking patreon that's like the exact opposite of enjoying free things, but we have been posting all of our after shows up and available for free. Uh, so you just need to go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures and you can start listening to Nights in the Courtyard, the after show that we like to do after the show where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. If you already support us on Patreon, you already follow us on Twitch, subscribe on YouTube, and you're looking for more ways to help to support the show, Consider then going to indooradventure.redbubble.com. We have t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, we got throw pillows, we even have shower curtains. We got all sorts of fun stuff. It's just waiting to get into your hands. So, what are you waiting for? Uh, But that is it for my spiel. So, hey, RJ, who are you playing today? Everybody, I'm RJ, and I'll be playing Alberon, the
1: Azimar Warlock Barbarian.
2: Thank you, Sarah. Hi, I'm LB Hackamuff, I'll be playing Gwen, the Halfling Barbarian Fighter, and I will probably be uh, yelling at my cats for a while, so.
3: Oi! I'm Saber. I play Arjan, the Draconian Bloodhunter Fighter.
0: Hi. Yeah.
4: Oh, sorry. And I'm Wings. I'm going to be playing as Coriander, the Elephant Paladin.
0: And I am the Indoor Adventurer, and tonight I shall be your Dungeon Master. So, Last we left off, your group, after having successfully defeated the head members of the Keshin Trade Company that were ruling over the island of Arathsk, were able to get everything in order to begin the search of the year uh, in an attempt to try and locate and track down your missing cleric wizard, Caleb. After having a uh, business account set up in the golden coffers of Erask, you all hopped aboard the Moonrunner where you began heading back towards Marisville and the mainland in an attempt to, again, track down your friend. Along the way you were able to use a series of commune spells with the help of the drow sea captain, Oliviette, that allowed you to at least locate a general area where, Cal- where you believe that Calum is. It was during your sea voyage that you ended up encountering the Dreadwood under control of a new captain. The Dreadwood being a ship made entirely out of blights that had fused with the undead body of a hag. Now, at the end of last session, Arjan was able to successfully send the soul of this hag, preventing its further meddling, down to our dear friend and great queen Tiamat. And that is where we are going to be picking up for this session. You guys have just finished a round of combat. It is getting closer towards the end of the day. Uh, And Arjan, your weapon just gained the properties of a plus one magical weapon. And you know that you have roughly about two days left until you reach the mainland. Yes. So is there anything that you would like to do during this time?
4: That means we have two more nights of Commune. Uh, and I think that we generally decided that we were going to head towards Galay. But I think that if we could use our remaining Commune questions to try and narrow down uh, as as accurately as possible where the boy is,
2: that would be helpful. I concur. Uh, if-
4: Unless y'all think that we should um, use the questions in something else.
2: I think maybe one question should be, is he being, did we ask, we asked if he was safe. we
4: we asked if he was
2: being mind controlled or something? We did.
4: We did ask if he was being mind controlled and the answer was uh, appropriately vague, said that he was enshrouded in shadows uh, or something to that effect.
2: Okay.
3: We asked a yes or no question and got despair. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's like a danganronpa game <laughs> it's true yeah let's, let's um, narrow it down to,
4: we, we also know that he is north of arask and west of cert um
1: but he so, isn't in the uh hollow
4: mm-hmm the hollow lock
1: workery bones workery bones he isn't in there.
4: the workery of bones um well i mean that's that's what we extrapolated from what they said um, which was essentially the Raven Queen doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, yeah. Or at least that's how I interpreted One it. One of the um, other
0: answers you were given was that he is outside of the Queen's domain.
4: That's what it was. That's, that's what I interpreted as the Raven Queen doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, so we've been to Green Reach. Um, we, another thing that we decided was that he isn't in any place that we've been before. Mm -hmm. So, um, the two places that are on the map that we haven't been to yet are Galay and Fildes. Right. Um, I think a good idea is to ask if he is within a certain range of, like, Greenreach, say, is he within 200 miles of Greenreach, uh, and then we could literally triangulate his position.
2: Sure. I think that's a great idea.
4: Okay. I, we could also literally just ask if he's in Galay.
0: You oh, already geez. asked if he was in Galay. The answer oh, was, was no.
4: Oh, okay. All right. Okay.
0: So that leaves Phildas.
4: It does leave Fildas. Okay, so one question could be, is he in Fildas? And if the answer is no, then that means that he's somewhere that in isn't between. named on the map. Yeah. So we could ask, is he within like, 200 miles of green reach. Is he within 200 miles of Galay? Is yeah. he within 200 miles of such and such place? And then, like, we will have circles drawn on the map to, like, triangulate a position to mm-hmm. like, search. This is all too smart for Coriander to think of, and the Feywild doesn't work in such precise ways anyway. So, like, this all would have had to have been thought of by literally everyone else.
2: <laughs> Fair. <laughs>
0: them's Calum's thoughts
3: i know them, them's are calem
2: brain
4: stuff
3: I, I have an intelligence of 14 does that mean i know basic trigonometry? sure you use a crossbow okay
2: yep <laughs> <laughs> of my D&D. no
4: so, so how many questions do we have left six six questions yes right because it's, it's two three days. questions a night all right mm-hmm. so we we agree that the first question should be is he and phil this. yes Yes. All right, that is our question. No. Okay. Second question, is he within 200 miles of Galay? Yes. Okay. okay. Is he within... Wait, 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 wait.
3: wait, wait. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is within 200 miles
4: of Galay? Um, a, riv- a, a lake, a couple of rivers, and green reach, actually can you screenshot whatever you have and post it in the discord yeah absolutely
1: um you could also narrow it down is he 200 miles away from a body of water or maybe like 50 miles away from a body of water
4: well first
2: of all
1: or 100 maybe i don't know Hmm.
2: I have a question that's not part of these questions, but are we going back to Vascor to get think- Rumble Thunder? Mm-hmm. Uh, which chat would you like me to you put this into
4: for keeps, so yeah. that our audience
0: can here. see it as well? Uh question for the courts. So. But
2: he- he's there for a while, right? We- you guys
0: gave like an entire season's worth of stabling fee. Solid. I mean, right. but it, it would make sense for us to swing by Vascor and get it. I'm gonna put this in the questions for the like, courts Because
3: we're heading up north chat. anyway.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, that, that circle shows 200 miles from Galay. Was 200 too much? Maybe we should have said 100.
3: Well, from there, do you want to ask that?
4: We've used two out of six. Yeah, I'm up for that. What do you guys think?
1: I, I would suggest, again, like, is he within 50 miles of a body of water? Because there are—then we can eliminate the entire coastline, which is south of Galay. Mm-hmm. Or the shoreline. And then okay. focus northward.
5: All right.
4: Is he within 50 miles of a body of water, is our question.
2: Of a yes. large body of water, just in case there's like a fucking,
3: you know— Monkey's
0: paw dealing. Yeah uh you've seen through my puddle trap
3: yes (laughs) (laughs) he's at an Ableth grotto
4: are we are we thinking about um the lake then yeah we're
2: talking about the lake so we could say
4: specifically say the lake
3: is he within 40 miles of the lake just to make it (laughs) even more on on the hex oh what is this
2: lake called
0: the, uh, the lake's, lake's name is Lake Kellinak.
2: Okay, Lake Kelena.
4: Okay, all right. So our third question is: Is he within forty miles of Lake Kelena?
6: Um.
5: <laughs> <laughs> He's
4: like, let me get out my you, fucking ruler. Do you do you want
0: a link to my rule twenty? <laughs>
1: Is he in Lake Killen?
0: <laughs> I would say... <laughs> no.
4: Okay.
1: North it is, then.
3: Well...
4: That... narrows
3: it down. It narrows it down if he's not below the lake.
4: Yeah. That that essentially says that he's not south of the lake. That that gives us half of that circle. That to not work south, with. below. Oh, Under the water. The, there is no war in Say,
2: uh, I feel like the way we que- l- l- ask the,
4: the question. Earth King invites you to Lake Laogai.
2: <laughs>
1: Animal, mineral, vegetable.
3: Can he fit inside a bread box? Is it a duck?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. What about is he in the forests around Galay?
0: Is he in the forests around Galay? I'm I'm asking well,
2: if that's a question we should ask.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not would, asking it yet. <laughs>
3: would the forest be within forty miles of the lake?
2: Yeah, I guess I don't know that.
3: I, I think most of most of them look like they're within two hexes yeah
2: where are Um, these hexes
3: in uh court
4: i might have complicated this by introducing a uh an actual an an actual map
2: yeah i mean Uh, i feel like that's important how big is a hex
3: Twenty the hexes miles or twenty miles, yes. Okay. Do you want to? I mean, uh, did we did we figure out if he was east or west of Greenreach?
2: I don't think
4: we so. did not.
3: That would bisect the circle.
4: Okay, let's try that. Is he east of Greenreach?
0: No.
1: Okay, so, so we've west.
3: we've got the top left, uh, quite well, sixty percent, thirty percent of the circle.
1: What are these hilly areas towards, uh, in the middle of and Greenreach? Just
3: hills?
0: Yeah, it's just plains.
4: Uh, well then, uh, what's the name of that
7: river? To the left. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, well, well, we just want to know if he's north or south of that
0: yeah. river, right?
4: Uh, that would narrow it down a little bit more.
0: Wait, but we still on have the, one more question, right? Yes. On the right side? Or left on side? On the left side. Left side, he is uh are you asking is he above or is he below? The river.
4: Is, where, he, is he north of
2: that river? Yes. Uh I have a question for the DM. <laughs> yes. Um my cat also has a question. Uh, is this an area, like, the area that we're talking about, is this an area that the Goliaths travel to, or is that too far west?
0: No, they travel th- They travel through there on occasion.
2: Okay. So Gwen has been through this area? Yeah. Okay. You Does she know, know of any settlements there, or ruins, or anything like that? Ruins? Ruins.
0: Ruins. ruins. Uh, I would say make a history check. Good. come on gwen come should on gwen. We
1: if he's above or below ground we should
2: minus one
0: 14. 14. uh i mean there were a lot of settlements that used to be there but like during your time uh with the goliaths you know you might be partially the reason as to why there are no settlements there uh, in that large track of planes, most individuals just don't even bother trying to put settlements because they know mm-hmm. that's in the Goliath's migratory pattern.
2: Uh, yeah, I You'd think we asked should have- four
3: questions so far? Five. 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 We have one Eight. left, and I think we do- we do need to ask if he's, uh, above or below ground. I think that's okay. a good idea.
4: All right. Is he above ground?
2: Why does he have to think about this?
0: <laughs> is he above ground? No. Or...
3: Okay. Okay. So he's either in a basement or in the Underdark.
0: I believe you guys already to- asked if he was in the Underdark, which the mm-hmm. answer is was was, no.
4: It was a no. So he, um, time to start looking for caves, I guess. To... To Gwen, the knowledge is
1: there, there are no settlements there, correct? But were there like there are security bunkers that were like in Greenreach?
0: There are so, underneath Greenreach is a series of tunnels, but in the hilly section that you guys have been looking at previously, uh. Gwen, you know that there are several ruins that are out there.
2: Okay. Alright guys, I, I think we've narrowed it down pretty sufficiently. I think we have a, very, like, a smaller area to search.
1: That's still about 20, 40, 60. A lot. A lot of mileage to cover.
3: Well, it's not going to be covered in an eternal winter this time, I hope. I'm sorry, what? It's fourteen thousand square miles. Um.
2: Well, I I don't know if th- I. I would, I would love to be able to call in the Goliaths for a search, but I don't oh. know if we can do that. It, they're not close enough that it would be like, right? They're not close enough for it to just be like take a look we can start searching i would
1: hold off on that either way a party that big will set them off make them move house somewhere else
4: let's start off by going to galay and asking about any rumors all right they're doing anything big then perhaps it's loud too
2: yeah i wonder if
4: all else fails we'll comb that area with a fine tooth comb.
2: Yeah. Do you think that when we go up to vascor we can get, like, they'll have, like, a magic item that can help us track him or that we could like, use to talk to him? They had a lot of magic stuff there, right?
3: Well,
1: the thing about that sort of, what's the word, communication uh, magics is you need to know the person intimately
3: at least familiarly
2: oh i do i mean like we've known each other for
3: a long time if we can if we can find a spell scroll or something that would let us use the same sort of magic the caleb was then maybe all right shouldn't be hard to find a spell scroll of sending right i don't know is it a hard spell? It's not something I can guess.
4: Neither can I. Nope.
3: Hmm.
2: Well, if we, well, uh, we have to go to Marsville, right? Marsville, yeah. Mar- 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 Marisville. Yeah, And Mar- then
3: Marisville. We'll,
2: yeah. We'll get some mounts, travel up north as fast as we can, get Rumble Thunder back and uh, get a scroll, or whatever sort of magic shit we need, and then book it out west. We'll pass through my tribe, so if we need to, like, trade out Rumble Thunder because she's worked too hard or anything like that, we can definitely do that.
4: Is there an object that we can be certain that Kalem possesses? At this moment,
2: what about his little friend?
4: Amaris is with us.
2: No, the other one, the little creepy doll thing. I mean, he,
3: he was just missing. He is a doll.
4: Would he be considered a, an object?
3: A familiar?
2: Was there anything in Caleb's stuff that was missing? Like a necklace or something like that? DM, was there anything in Caleb's stuff that was missing, like a necklace or something like that? You guys have
0: not yet rifled through Caleb's things.
2: I think it's time. Is he still wearing his ring,
4: the Diamond Revival ring that he was given?
5: When did he go rifle through his
3: shit?
0: You gave that ring to him after. You gave the ring to the simulacrum. Fuck.
4: In that case, I'm going to take it
2: all right let's let's look through his shit and see what's if there's anything missing
3: will you look through his shit
2: okay we would like to look through his shit please
3: all right now i don't think any of us have actually shit. tallied everything that was on okay
0: so looking through calem's things as you set them all out uh Calum had a pretty standard slew of things, but you know that there... It's like as you're getting to the bottom of the uh, bags and satchels that he had of, of things, you see that there is what looks like a small reliquary that's tucked away towards the bottom of the bag. And when you open it... Uh, and take a gander inside you see that there is what looks like a mundane looking brick and then uh, there is a small uh, it's like a handkerchief that's fo- uh, hol- uh, folded over a small bundle of uh, kind of long-looking things and when you do you open up the said bundle
2: yes what do They're... you mean by long-looking things? So, <laughs> like,
0: like we haven't opened it yet. You haven't so opened. We don't it. know what it is yet. But as you open it, you find that there are what look like four human fingers
6: that are inside of this. That's disconcerting. Are
2: they like decaying?
0: They seem to be in pretty good shape. It looks like, uh, almost like they were mummified, and then are they like
2: people-sized?
0: Yeah, they're human. Like fingers. human
2: size. Yeah,
0: they're not, a little not bit like Kalem's like fingers. No, they're not Kalem's fingers. <laughs> they're a little bit shrunken down. Uh, they are kind of grayed just because it's old flesh, but they do seem relatively well preserved. So
3: wings. Wings knows what this is. Yeah. So just, just meta. This is, like, his library key, right? Yes. Okay.
4: I
0: have- shoot, setting. would
4: Cory- has been to his library. She has. Would she know that he needs to use this to get into the library?
0: She has. Or she does. Make a additional history check.
2: He's smarter than Gwen.
0: Oh, if there were five, there uh, would have been five. I had always thought there were four fingers for some no, reason. No, So, yeah, there's five fingers inside of this. Gross. Seven. Nothing particularly strikes this as odd to you, Corey. I mean, aside from the whole situation being <laughs> weird, that's one thing. But, like, nothing about the fingers themselves is concerning. That's yeah, pretty she, gross.
4: She explains Oh, this is the key that he used to get inside his mental library.
0: What?
3: What? What?
2: The library of Saloon. I've been there, right? Gwen's been there.
0: You have been on the plateau once when Dendar was fucking around with things? Ah, yes,
2: yes, yes. Um. Uh, Okay, why?
3: I thought Saloon was less creepy.
2: She shrugs. It's a relic. Whose fingers are these? Like, just some random dudes? I assume it was probably a previous
4: follower of Saloon.
2: Gross. Uh, can we use these to get into his mind palace thing? Not without, not without him. Are you sure?
4: I'm I'm fairly certain. Unless Amaris could do something about it.
2: Oh yeah.
4: Amaris has interesting powers.
0: How long are we away from the full moon? You are, at this point, four days away from the full moon. Or if this is the second day from where your commune was, it would be three more days. Or three nights, rather. We can ask in three days.
4: Do you think that Amaris would be able to find him? Maybe!
3: I'm more pessimistic.
4: I'm sorry, Ah. Elvajan. Amaris is a spirit that lives inside of Caelum's shield and we still have her
2: the shield we have the shield she's in the shield she is in the shield
4: she has abilities she is related to the moon and owls you
1: you know what i'll just take your word for it
3: (laughs) that's a whole two years of campaign we have to get you up to date on and we don't even have recap videos
1: John's nose Excuse starts me. bleeding.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Every anime needs a recap episode.
2: Alright, so... We still have, uh, well, we'll get off the boat tonight. Tomorrow.
3: tomorrow
2: and, uh, and then book it, right? As quickly as we can.
3: Yeah. Run to Vasco, Then straight to Gilei.
2: D- okay, here's a question. Well, no, we do have to go to Vasco. Okay, never mind. Yeah, let's do it. Right. That night, one <laughs> is going to try to go to the Mine Palace. <laughs> go to the library. Oh.
3: Okay. Make I'll- a... Hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. I can give you a sixteen. If you What
2: check am it? I gonna do? It might not matter.
0: How do how does Gwen think that Calum gets to the mind palace?
2: Um, well he meditates because he doesn't or does I don't know if she knows if he goes when he sleeps or when he meditates, but what she's going to try is she gonna try she's gonna try to meditate like she does when she goes to see uh Grayskull, and then with have these finger things with her, and see if that will like take her there. Okay. If this this is the D and D version of doing peyote or something like that.
0: Sure, Gwen <laughs> can totally have D and D peyote on her. Solid. <laughs> One of the sailors probably has some. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, Gwen, make a religion check.
2: OK, a religion check? Yes. Let me just, let me just see, because I don't think I have.
1: Indore, I, I also asked you a question.
2: I do have minus one. OK. Um, I don't know if a 15 would be enough, so I should. I think I should try to roll it. What do you guys think? You have a what? I'm meta this.
3: <laughs> so Arjan has a 16 on the blood die that he offered, or that I offered yeah because meta
2: do you think that's i don't think that's gonna be enough what kind of check so. is this
3: religion Rel-
2: religion which i have religion. a minus one in <laughs> oh
4: um well chances are you're probably not going to get a better role but we also all think that it's not going to work without something better than 16 so you might as well roll it
2: Alright, that went off the table. I just got a little excited. I got a 17! Hey! So, sixteen. And you got a 16! Yeah! And you didn't waste
4: Arshan's blood dot. Got like, it. Yeah.
0: You achieve a perfect state of meditation. And as you are experiencing these, as we described oh, it, D&D oh, peyote, oh, 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 uh, no. <laughs> As you look, as you are meditating, you kind of open your eyes and blink out towards the sea. And it looks like the clouds are gathering in a very far off distance. And you can see, and as you're watching them, they are just roiling and churning in the sky. And it's almost like you're watching a time lapse of these clouds, but they're all just staying in one place. And you see uh, very distant lightning just sort of rumbling through these clouds. And it is almost peaceful watching this storm.
2: The seagulls, I can hear them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the little seagulls almost look like Calum.
2: But that's Aww. about it. Cool. Uh Gwen enjoys her time with the fingers. Okay. Um nope. <laughs> 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 On the drugs. On the drugs. that
5: uh, doesn't make it
3: any better.
2: I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh
3: my, tree my stream apparently. Sorry. Oh my god.
2: Of course, this is this is what we're talking about. Uh, no. Uh, but um, <laughs> when she comes down, she's probably gonna forget what she was doing and like take the <laughs> no, <laughs> don't clip that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's gonna take the the fingers and kind of hand them back to Gory. Uh, and her eyes are like dinner plates. Um, and <laughs> she's just like those clouds are doing some fucking weird stuff
0: and corey when you look off in the direction of the clouds that gwen has been entranced by just it looks cloudy out the clouds don't look like they're doing anything weird or crazy there's no lightning it just looks like a relatively pleasant evening experience
2: She just sort of nods i think the tempest talked to me
4: what did the tempest say gwen Ominous. Yeah. I I haven't learned I haven't learned Tempest's uh, elemental language yet, but once I do I'll translate for you.
2: Thanks. I'm gonna go eat everything oh. on this ship. <laughs> she starts and walks away.
4: Enjoy. Okay. And then she she closes the door and goes and spends some time with Olivier. Okay.
0: And as you guys are on your last day, unless there's anything else that you guys would like to do over the evening, um, in the morning, Olivia uh already has you aside, Corey, uh, as the two of you have spent the night, the evening in the captain's quarters, um, and she says.
7: I realized when we were setting out initially, you said that you were going to try and get into communication with me more, but that doesn't seem like that is going to be as easy at this point.
4: It's going to be difficult for a while, but I promise I'll find some way.
7: And I believe that you will, because I trust you. I understand that things are not easy, but we are working through them. We are doing our best. And know that wherever you go, my heart will go with you.
4: Likewise.
0: And she will cup the side of your face uh, and then bring you in for an embrace. Mm And
7: she says, if there's anything that you need, any cargo you need moved, let me know. There's not much that I can do as my ship is incapable of growing a set of legs and going on land. But if you need any... If you need a message to Arask or something sent anywhere, I will help. And as always, I will ask. I will ask the Moon Maiden to look over you.
4: Corey nods. Stay safe.
0: And she looks up at you, and you can see that as she smiles, uh. The scar line that stretches over her cheek also sort of lifts
7: up and she says, I'm always careful. Uh,
4: Corey will kiss her goodbye when the time comes.
7: Okay.
0: And you guys get to Marisville, uh, when it is still relatively early in the day, uh, it's before noon at this point, and you see the City of Ships before you. Um, as you look about it, you can see that there are quite a few ships uh, that are new to Marisville. Others seem to be uh, definite definite staples uh, for the surrounding community, and Olivia actually will pull in roughly around the same spot that you met her uh, initially. On the northern side of the harbor, and as uh, she lowers the bridge down, uh, she will say goodbye to Corey and then to the rest of you.
7: Just get him safe, and then let me know. We will. Gwen Ajan. It was a pleasure as always, uh, you have proven very helpful on the boat.
1: Well, once I'm done with that lot, if you're always, if you're hiring...
0: She says, I'm always hiring. I'll hand her a business card. She (laughs) looks at it,
7: not bad.
0: And then uh, she will actually give your group uh, 150 gold.
2: Oh, dude, you don't have to do that. We're pretty stacked.
7: I figured that it is going to take a little bit. uh... You don't look like you exactly have uh, mounts with you for travel. This should at least get you something.
2: (laughs) all right well we're paying you back
7: you to have and
0: she just kind of like looks towards Corey when she says that oh boy we actually will pay you back financially
2: yes yes but also like we'll make sure your girls safe
0: she nods at that and then gives you a gives you all a brief salute uh, and then goes about working the rest of her ship, making sure that it is uh, secured and that they uh, they can begin filling out the proper paperwork to then send to Captain Blessington.
3: Cool. So we got money. (sighs) We can find horses. Yes. We're
2: going to have to buy three horses. Yep. Two horses. Two horses?
1: Doesn't Corey have?
2: Oh yeah. Oh
4: uh, yeah. Corey has a, a steed. <laughs> yes, Meh. she does. She has a steed.
3: <laughs> God.
2: <Okay. laughs> we only need. Yeah.
3: We're gonna get two horses. Okay. We're gonna have to buy them. Yep. Two horses and whatever feed they need. Okay. That's 150,
0: right? It is. Cool. Uh, Cybra is so excited to be back on dry land. She immediately just hops into the grass and just rolls around like the happiest dog. Um, But yes, so you guys are able to secure uh, mounts as well as feed for them. And you begin heading off. So, Cory, you also summon Rumble Thunder, or not Rumble Thunder, you summon. Ambleforth. Ambleforth. Uh, your clip clopping horse. That's not really a horse. Uh, this fey creature to your side. And they. They have spent a while. In the Feywild. So now that they're back on the Material Plane, they're looking around, and they seem to actually want to like try and play with Cybra. Seems that <laughs> apparently the two of them were friends back on the Aww, Isle of Irask.
4: That's so sweet. Uh, now that's a that's an interesting to think of, um, because Cory's in her Raven form, and I don't know if. Uh, Ambleforth would necessarily have a raven form. Normally, her steed coincides with whatever uh, season she's in.
0: If anything, Ambleforth just looks like its colors are getting muted.
5: Mm.
0: It's not as bright and vivid as it typically is.
5: Mm. Okay.
4: Um, while we're in town, um, whilst horses are being purchased, Cory will uh, find a jeweler and as quickly as possible uh, buy a 300 gold uh, diamond, considering that she gave one to Olivier. Um In fact, she'll get two because she would like to have one for Alvajon, just in case. Can, Can I afford well... that?
3: Well, first off, yes. Uh secondly, can you also get uh, a 100 gold pearl
0: that is uh, set on a ring?
4: yeah absolutely
0: yeah you can definitely get that from a jeweler and it would just be the standard market value uh, the what's,
4: what's the pearl for identify oh okay um, yeah Corey will get that for you if you send her off to do so
3: um, and I, I will give you the money for it cool. okay. Yeah. Um, and
4: Corey will actually, um, she'll she'll get the uh, diamonds in the form of a pair of earrings, uh, and she'll just clip them into her ears so she has a couple of diamonds ready to go if she ever needs them.
0: All right, sounds good. So, you're able to attend the jewelers and get the diamonds and pearl that you needed. The pearl is... Uh, Even though it is considered to be the price of a 100 gold piece pearl, you live on a coastal region, so the pearl is actually going to be a little bit cheaper just because it is easier for them to acquire. So it's only going to be 75 for this 100 gold piece pearl.
3: But it's also, like, set in in a band.
0: Yeah. So. So if anything, that's where the 25 comes from, was the band itself. So it's... We'll say it's still the 100 gold. So... You are all able to acquire uh, your horses. So, Alberjan, what kind of horse do you end up getting? Uh, slash, what does this what does this horse look like, or what is its name? If you have one ready,
1: mm, it is. Oh God, where are they? You're not. Hold on. I think he browses horses. But it's like, he probably spots one. It looks like a Mongolian warhorse. It's all black. Okay. And. Biscuit is the name. Okay. That's also the default name I use for all the horses that I ever own.
0: Okay. And Arjun what is the Uh, name slash styling of your horse
3: uh it's a it's a bigger uh sturdier sturdier horse uh probably like northern bread uh it's it's like gray and white uh dappled uh same as Arbach.
0: all right it's a big sturdy war horse and what did you say its name was
3: Arbach. a-r-v-a-k
7: okay
0: All right, sounds good. So uh, do you guys immediately set out from town, or is there any other preparations that you are looking for? Uh, You know that based off of the map that you have, uh, if you are traveling at a quick speed to go directly from Marisville to Galay would take roughly around 21 days.
2: uh i'm sorry it would take us 21 days to get from here to directly up north to
0: it would take you that long to get from marisville where you are directly to galay not including going up to Vascor.
2: how would it, how long how much time does it take for us to get to Vasco? like how much out of the way is it
0: to get to vascore you're looking at Shortest distance, about eight days worth of travel uh, over, uh, over the inlet. And then close to about 20 days to get to Vaskor. And that's if you go kind of at a longer pace. Otherwise, it would take roughly around like 15 to get there.
2: And then it would take like another 20 days to get from Vaskor to...
0: To Galay, yes.
2: OK. So we're adding an extra, fifth, like, 20 days.
0: Yes.
3: Fucking Pythagoras.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stupid math. Um, What do you guys think?
5: If,
4: I,
3: I want the reason
2: we're going to Baskor is to get magic?
3: And also our Arak.
2: I wonder if we can send, like, a, a Goliath, because they're already up there. If we just meet them, like he goes to Vaskor, gets what we need, comes back, and meets us at the camp.
4: I think that's I think that's a prudent idea. Like time is of the essence here. We want to yeah. find Caleb as quickly as possible. Who knows what they're doing to him? Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah
3: uh would they also be able to find a spell scroll
2: if i send the right one
3: that's gonna cost money
2: the tribe has funds would they have enough for that if we replenish it
3: i mean it's it's, uh...
4: we have a treasury on the Isle of alas arask correct yes yeah we do, but we don't have
3: any way to deliver the money.
4: Um, will we eventually get to a point where we can start handing out handy haversacks?
0: Hordes person bags.
3: I mean, yeah. if Arjan gets like a couple of months to work on it in a stable place. Okay. But we don't have a lot of downtime in this campaign.
4: When this, I mean, when this, when this Goliath meets up with us again, um, we'll be able to hand off. Uh, funds to pay him back.
2: Would they be able to... Ha- would they have enough money for that?
0: Uh, It would be about... Close to around 750 gold.
2: For Ascending Scroll?
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, spell Scroll 3rd level, yeah.
2: Okay.
0: So Wait. they would... If they sold some stuff,
3: I mean that's like they don't really a have rich persons living for a month. That's like what? That's like a a really rich person's living for a month.
2: Okay, well, the question is, do we need this spell scroll? I th- I think it'd be nice, but if it's going to add twenty days for us to go get it,
1: don't you nice. have somebody working on that already?
2: Kind of. I don't know how we're gonna be able to do that what's the spell scroll well saying? the the um the person that we were in contact with via tifa to do the sending do we know where they're located
3: they, I, I i assume they're on a rask
4: oh i see okay oh my goodness Did, didn't we ask somebody to send a sending to
3: caleb right but they don't mm-hmm. know what caleb looks like they're not going to be able to do it
4: yeah didn't we meet with somebody at some point a long time ago and there was a whole thing where we had them sit down and meet caleb so that they'd be able to send sendings to him
1: in Tellier, we master at the ceaseless quarry
4: how long would it take for us to do a detour to cert Cellier?
0: it's the complete opposite direction Certs so you'd be looking at overall an additional 15 days. Because you'd be going into Certs and then making your way back down.
4: It'd be less than vascore
2: <coughs> Um... At
4: Mordov's outpost.
0: You've never been.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I was mostly thinking
2: out loud.
3: So uh, even if we do get a spell scroll, uh, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a guarantee thing that. Yeah. We get it to work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Arsha can keep rolling blood die, and try to get it to work, but, um, if we just get the Goliath to pick out the ark and hope that that goes without consequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just head on. Uh, that, sh- that should be... We can live with that.
2: Gwen told them... Well, they well, did Gwen tell them that she was part of the Goliath tribe?
0: She tells most people that she's a member That's of the Goliath true. tribe. true, true,
2: true, true, true. Uh, so, uh, uh Indora, I don't know if this is too meta, but would it be, is it plausible that sh- they could have someone pick up yeah. Rumble Thunder? Okay. Uh, so I think-
3: f- I'd like to see them try to stop him. Well, that's what true. If, <laughs> try
2: to stop them. What if we
4: send a Goliath to pick up Rumble Thunder and a Goliath to, uh, go to Cert Cellier and tell the person to send a sending to Kalim?
2: We could do that. Who is the person?
0: Uh the
2: the king?
3: No, it no, wasn't was the, the king. It was, the yeah,
0: it was the uh it was the clerk who worked behind. Cool. The then we can
4: just head directly there.
2: Yeah, head directly to the tribe. They'll probably be back by the time we get there.
4: Gwen is the fucking chief of this tribe. We should start using our
2: resources. <laughs> I have the power. Alright, first night. We're on the road. Gwen is gonna commune with Chua. Okay. And she uh, is going to, go ahead. No, go for it. I was just going to say she is going to uh belay these instructions uh, and she will let them know that she or she'll let you know that she has um funds to give the tribe because she she has no fucking use for as much wealth as she has. Um and uh just, you know, tell them to that she needs one of uh, she needs a scout, not a scout, but one of the faster members to go pick up Rumble Thunder and then someone to go speak with this clerk, uh, one of the more eloquent people, <laughs> to go speak with this clerk to send a message to Calum, and she'll give like very direct instructions so that Chua can write it down for them. And what do we want the message to be? Um...
3: That's a good question. Hey, bud, you okay? Calum, call, call your mother. It's been a while since we heard from you,
2: yeah. Caleb. You've joined a cult. Call your dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gwen, Stomfoot. That. Let me just. This is what I'm thinking. Gwen Stomfoot sends love, and a message. We are coming for you. Can you tell us anything about where you are? Eh?
0: I'm fine with it.
2: I'm not asking you, indoors. <laughs> Okay. Uh and then the last three will be
0: No okay, Love you bye. Love <laughs> you bye, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what she says.
0: Okay. Um and Chua has no other updates. They've still been keeping their their eyes and ears out uh, for any of the figures that you had mentioned previously, as well as looking up towards the sky to see if there was any, uh, if there was any ties to the disappearance of the Great Contemplator, but, uh, they're unable to find any.
2: Can Shua give me any information about, any further information about that area we're going to be searching in? Like, does she know a good place for us to start, or a place to or if there's been any news.
7: Um, let me see.
0: As far as a good place to start, uh, she mentions that there are a series of old ruins in the plains. Uh, Mm -hmm. that the Goliaths used to use as camps uh, especially during their war against the dragon cultists but ultimately uh, other than that it's fairly wide open spaces in the area that you described so unless uh, unless Calum is on the move that would probably be the best bet to find him in
2: cool all right, Gwen will belay that to the belay? to the group. So, um, will uh, time-wise, will we beat them back, or will they'll probably get back before us? Right?
0: Oh, they will most certainly get back to the tribe before you guys do.
2: Okay. So uh, she'll, uh, while we're on the way, whenever she believes they're going to be coming back, she'll check back in for news beyond their weekly visits, just to, like, because she's really eager to know anything, especially from the guy who's doing the sending. Okay. Cool.
7: Sounds good. Poor girl. They use they them.
2: Yeah.
0: So uh, that is end of the first day?
2: Yeah, that's before, yeah, she
4: goes to bed.
0: And then was there anything else that a lot of you wanted to do on this first day?
4: What's our riding situation on the horses? I'm just curious.
0: Gwen is riding Ah, uh, Okay,
4: that's right. Yeah, forgot everyone that. has their own. I <laughs> forgot mount. that Gwen rides Cybra. Okay, that's fine. Everybody has their own vehicle.
0: Okay, and so then we will move on to the second day and you continue riding along uh, the inlet that goes deeper into the center of the island. Uh, you know that at this point there's still going to be roughly about 13 days or so until you actually reach the hollow locks. Uh, and there is a thought that occurs during this time as well, uh, where you remember that the fate creatures who live within the hollow locks are actually quite amenable to you and your group and you believe that uh you have the understanding that Talon the DulaHan, that is sort of the de facto uh figurehead for the fae creatures that live here would probably be willing to help in some capacity uh, if you were to try and go through the hollow locks once again
4: would be it, that would be cutting to get there quicker, anyhow, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I th- we'll do that. Yeah, I think that's
4: worth trying. They might even have some magic that make it easier to find him.
2: Yeah, we could talk to those Firbolgs. Ah, oh, he doesn't have the leg anymore.
1: I know you guys, I've said this before, but wow, you guys really do get up to
3: some shit.
2: Yeah. Oh shit, we need to tell them that he's dead. Plum? Fig?
3: Fig is not dead.
2: He is
1: not dead.
4: Not dead. You tried to cut off his head. I stopped you.
3: We oh, right.
2: Him. Oh, Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. And then his he staff made friends with dead.
2: Rumble Thunder.
3: Well, no, the staff isn't Wait, dead. No, the no, staff is in a jar that's being delivered to the Wild.
2: Right, right, right. right. Okay, 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 all right. But we'll tell them that we said hi. Yes.
3: yes. Fig said hi.
2: Fig said hey. <laughs> God my memory is as bad as mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it is then the... Uh, it is beginning to be nightfall on the second day. And as you set up camp, you realize that it is a otherwise cloudless night. And looking up at the moon, you see that it is a full moon. Oh, shit. Do you and... guys
2: want me to deal with this? I have
1: no idea what you're talking about.
2: We gotta talk to a little girl and tell her her follower is... not safe. Um... She might already know. Do you wanna- I'll talk to her?
3: Uh
7: And as Not you all right. I are can handle. <laughs> debating
0: as to who is going to be speaking to Amaris, looking at the shield, you see that it begins to shake and the ground around you begins to rumble.
2: Uh, I'm going to grab the shield so it doesn't like fly away
0: the shield feels like it is burning in your hands. Ah! And as you drop it with the symbols of Saloon looking up towards the moon, the light of it catching, you see a burst of pure starlight that seems to erupt from the shield face. And as the light dissipates, you see... A very physical looking child where before when you have seen Amaris you have seen her look like a small spirit you have watched her steadily gain corporealness and this time you see that she is wearing deep bluish, almost dark, navy-colored robes that look like they have twin little owl ears that stick up from the hood that she has over her face. And you see that she has very long sleeves that it almost looks like she's just wearing a large, oversized hoodie. And this hoodie that she wears looks tattered. It looks torn. And as Amaris stands before you, this rumbling seems to center from her, and you see her form begin to flicker. And you see it beginning to shake and overlap on itself.
4: Does this look familiar to Corey?
0: It does. Um, Corey's and gonna get Amaris
4: between, get between everybody else and her
0: Amaris you see one form of her bring her hands up to her face as she begins to kind of squat down and the other form of Amaris you see tilts their head up towards you and with almost a predatory-like sheen that fills where her eyes are that have been covered by this hood. You see her move her mouth in tandem with the figure that looks like it is scared and hurting underneath. And you hear, leave LEAVE HIM ALONE! And a form... Her form looks like it is growing in this vibrant light but this light looks like it is in pain like there are dark streaks that run through it of the deepest blacks and the most vibrant purples and you see this small figure rise up off of the ground and a spectral form of what looks to be a great horned owl completely surrounds her and this owl looks down at your group and you can see that there is a growing sense of animosity in its eyes and that is where Uh, we are going to go uh, to (laughs) our break because when we come back we're going to be rolling some initiative So I would like to say thank you to everybody who's stuck with us so far. We're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. It's tough to be a god.
7: (laughs) This one. Hello, everybody. Indoor. (gasps) Oh, yeah. (laughs)
2: What's a cat's favorite book? Uh, what? The Great Catsby. Oh, no. They're getting so big.
0: <laughs> I, I love them. Oh, my God. They just sound
2: like squeakies.
0: You do. Door- what?
2: We're woo girls. I don't have a joke. <laughs> oh.
5: <laughs>
2: I was
1: watching Connor set that up.
6: <laughs> so
1: sleepy. I love!
0: Andor.
6: What?
1: I don't have a pet. I'm just waiting for
0: Danae to set up. That's okay. I've got owls! That's it! (laughs) Hey! Speaking of owls, everyone Uh... should roll initiative! Fuck!
1: (laughs) Oh, we tried, guys.
4: Frankie went
3: to bed and I dare not wake him up. Oh, I rolled the same thing on my blood die.
1: 19.
2: Five,
4: 16. Six. Fastest hug in the West.
0: <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> this great owl spirit that you see before you that is just coursing with uh, what looks to be this iridescent moonlight uh, that has these uh, blacks and purples sort of coursing through it is going to look towards your group and they are going to uh, take flight into the air uh, and actually get a good, uh, they'll actually get a good 15 feet above the ground. And then they are going to release this unearthly hoot uh, calling out from, uh, from their beak and as they do, there is a ring that appears underneath your group. I need everybody to make a dexterity save. So you could say this is a hootenanny. It is.
4: Only if there's a goat present.
1: Where's Todd? Plus three, correct? Yes. And it's a will? Uh, this is a Six. dex save. Oh, cool. Sick. Um, 29.
2: Okay, okay. Fifteen. <laughs> Nineteen.
3: Sixteen. You advantage on on Quinn. Yep.
0: Okay, so, Arjan is the only person who succeeded on this save. Everyone else oh, is going to be taking uh, full damage. So, that is for a total of... Nineteen points of fire damage. He's rolling more dice. And... 14 points of radiant damage. Oh! As this burst of pure moonfire seems to erupt from the ground beneath you.
4: This isn't from a spell, is it?
0: It is from a spell.
4: Then everybody who was within my aura takes half of that. Because of- because Oath of Ancients. Sick. (laughs)
3: I 11
1: and off. 7. 11 and 7 for us, and then you half half
3: that, Arjan. 5 and 3. Yes. Okay.
0: And they are now. So I
3: just got gonna... out. Yep. It's 8. Okay. Okay. And they so are I had going to he- heal back up <laughs> to back.
0: Maintain too much, man. their flight above. Next up is Alberjan. You've just seen this small child begin to have an overlaying shaking effect on them. Rumbling ground. They turned into a giant owl and made this made a explosion near you. He turns to the party. So what do I do?
4: Is she still on? The, like there, were, there was an overlay overlaying you, effect. Is she, she still on the ground.
0: From what you saw. This owl spirit appeared around her, like a kind of AoE energy wave, and then solidified and turned into this large spectral form that is now attacking you.
4: So we're assuming she's still in there somewhere.
0: Somewhere. Possibly.
4: Tetsuo! Okay. Um... I can't stop it, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um. Uh... Just stop her! Try not to hurt her! There's still- there's still just a- a a hurt child in there! (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I know that's going to be hard for you!
1: He's gonna move ten feet away.
4: (laughs) Uh, This guy's job is to explode into fire, I understand. This is- this is not necessarily the most, uh, delicate operation.
1: Can I get her to have, make a will save, please?
0: I'm going to try and cast whole person. Uh, this would not work on them. Okay, would I know that, or do I have to yeah, use this? Yeah, you would. This is not a person, what
1: you were looking at. This, in general, is not a person. Got it. Um. Fuck. Well. I'll hold I'll prep a javelin toss. Actually, can I hold my action to see what everyone else does? I'll move back the 10 feet to the group.
7: Okay, sounds
0: good. Frostbite Fox, thank you for the follow. We appreciate it.
2: Should I get a kitten? Should I do a kitten Uh,
4: yes, I don't. Have I would appreciate there. that. I know Frost. He's a
0: cool
7: guy. I like cool people.
2: Can I get a woo? (laughs) Woo -woo. (laughs) Woo-woo!
0: Okay, Okay. so... Albijan, you are holding a javelin attack? Uh, yeah, I'll hold a javelin attack.
6: Okay, next up. A
0: trigger is if it comes down to attack us. Okay, Corey.
4: All right. Fifteen feet up in the air? Yes. I'm gonna Face step above it and try to land on top.
0: Okay. So they take nine.
4: And I get nine temporary hit points from that, yeah? Yes. All right. Um, And then I'm going to cast um, Aura Vitality whilst I try and hold on to this owl. Um, And I'm going to try and call out to Amaris uh, and say, We know how you feel! We're trying to help him!
6: Okay. Next And Is it for me?
0: Yep. Uh, So, this creature is large enough, I would say, that you have landed on them. Still make an athletics check though, because you do have one hand. And then Aura of Vitality, does that require somatic components? Ooh.
4: Um, well I, since it's like a holy thing, I know for a fact that it's, uh, it requires only vocal components. That's the only component it has. Nice! Okay. Which yes. means that she shouts it anime style. Aura Vitality! <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that
3: increases the DC by five. Next up, Arjan. A uh, bonus action on lighting my crossbow. Okay. I took, I took one point of damage for that.
2: <laughs> for a blink, Doug. <laughs>
3: uh, question. Yes is the shield still visible
0: the shield is
3: does it look like in 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 the past uh... Uh, long story short is she connected to the shield Uh, based off of past experiences and what is happening now is there a tether to the shield that we could get around by possibly putting the shield in an extra dimensional space
0: you feel like there might be as far as historically that has seemed to be the case but you're not sure with her given situation currently okay
3: so i'm gonna be taking uh, a couple of crossbow shots as i just dash straight for the shield okay not not using the dash action but i'm just like taking shots narrative dash yeah Seventeen.
0: A seventeen does not hit twenty five. Twenty five does
3: five points of magical piercing damage or piercing damage from a magical weapon. Okay, four points of fire damage. Okay. And am I at the shield? Yes. Do I have an object interaction?
0: You do. Make a wisdom save when you go to interact with the shield.
3: Is it uh, from... This is not... It's not a 15 female
0: No, this what is a celestial anyway. thing. Three. Uh, Three, you are unable to actually touch this shield. There seems to be some sort of, like almost psychic barrier that is preventing you from reaching out to grab it
3: I'm going to try on later turns but okay
0: sounds good next up Gwen Gwen you see Cory is currently atop of this large owl Alberjan has a javelin in his hand and Arjan already took some shots at it
2: Uh, Gwen is going to go for the she's going to go for the shield Okay. Uh she's gonna uh bonus action rage and then uh try and touch it. So
0: make a wisdom save.
2: Okay. This isn't a frightened effect, is it? It is not. Cool. Do I get plus three?
0: Uh no, because Corey has ascended. Yes.
2: Sixteen.
0: A sixteen is not high enough.
2: Damn. Ah!
0: And do I have to attack? Through your rage, you are just trying to reach through, and it seems like almost like magnets at opposite ends.
2: Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm going to uh, make an attack at the ground to try and, like, one, to keep my rage, and two, to, like, try and, like, drag myself forward. And... But mostly to keep my rage.
0: Okay. Sounds good. You don't need to roll for it if you're just attacking dirt
2: I want no i'm kidding
0: (laughs) okay so the next up is amaris and amaris with this elf currently atop of her she is going to try and shake you off and actually flies closer towards where gwen and arjan are uh, Corey, make a dexterity save. Or, actually, no. This would be a athletics check. And you would be at disadvantage because of the missing arm.
4: Ten.
0: Okay. Uh, so, Corey, you do end up falling ten feet. You take one point of bludgeoning damage.
4: My armor protects me.
0: Okay. Uh, and this large horned owl is then going to rear up one of their, uh, one of their large talons and actually sweeps down and they are going to try and strike out towards you, Gwen. That is a 29 to hit. Yes. So you are going to be taking... 18 points of slashing damage. Okay. And 21 points of radiant damage. Ow. And then she is going to try and make a second attack with the with her talons towards you. That is a natural one on the die, so solid. Thank you. Uh, And that is it for Amaris's turn. So then, um, next up is <clears throat> Alberjan. But you had a readied action for if she got hostile. It doesn't go off because it's a new round. But she was hostile. Oh,
1: right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Keep it fair. Um. Alberjan is going to yell over to Arjan and go, "What are you doing?"
3: Trying to grab grab a shield. Sorry, I thought
1: I was muted. He's going to run
0: over and try to grab the shield. Okay, make a wisdom save. 18. Okay, you are able to force yourself through this somewhat psychic barrier and grab a hold of this shield, and the shield feels incredibly hot.
1: Now what?
3: I have a I have a satchel.
1: Shove it right in.
0: Okay. And as you shove the shield in. This uh This is either really good or really bad. You hear in a much more mature voice than you are used to hearing from the form that you know as Amaris and it says
7: I am bound only to prisons I decide
5: well
0: and they remain hovering above you must have my attack action. Yep, that was an interaction.
5: Yay!
1: Um,
0: I've ditched the
1: javelin for my bastard sword, the great sword. Ugh. A 12 doesn't hit,
0: I'm assuming. No, it does not.
1: Second attack does a 22 hit.
0: 22 does. 14 points of slashing damage okay and is this a magical weapon nope okay yeah it does not seem to do as much as you thought that it was oh play dog thank you for the gifted sub you are a champion
2: the babies are sleeping at out- oh oh asma there no. We- <laughs>
0: All right, so Alberjan, that was first attack. Second attack, and that's it okay. for now. Next up is Corey.
4: Uh, bonus action heal Gwen with the aura of vitality. Uh, three hit points for you. Um, tried. And um, hmm. I'm going to channel divinity and try to use nature's wrath so i need a uh deck saving throw from lamaris
7: okay
0: that is a wait hold
4: on is she within 10 feet of me
0: she is okay cool i do that 16. ah
4: she makes it okay (laughs) i've never succeeded with that (laughs) um so um these spectral vines come out of her sword, uh, and try to wrap around the owl, um, but, um, she strains against it and they break, um, and Cory just sort of swears, uh, in frustration, and she says, Amaris, we're on the same side! We can, uh, we can help him! You just have to help us! That's it for me.
0: Make a persuasion check.
4: Uh, 12.
0: Okay. They don't seem to pay any attention towards you. It's fine. Okay. So, next up is
6: Arjan.
3: For my action. Yeah. For my action, I would like to uh, do a breath weapon attack. I'm gonna need a dexterity save. DC is fifteen.
0: They got a fourteen.
3: full damage. Six six three and two is uh seventeen. Seventeen points of acid damage. Okay. Action surge. Nice. Uh I'm gonna need another deck save because I'm casting acid stream. It's just more breath coming out. Twenty four six.
0: Okay. Sure, sure.
3: So is that below a Oh yeah uh 14
0: she got an 11 total
3: okay uh on so this is every, everything within a 30-foot line but i mean i'm hoping I you hope can name it, it in a way else. that you won't hurt your friends uh, uh it's going to be 44 acid damage at the start of uh Amaris's turns
0: okay Sounds good. Then Gwen, it is your turn.
2: Okay, Gwen is going to use her bonus action to manifest gray skull. Um, on the other side of this, uh, of the owl, um, and she's going to say, um, "Right now, we are the only chance that Caleb has to come back safe. Please do not stand in our way." she'll brandish her weapon reluctantly to uh, attack this thing okay if it um and then i will i guess attack attack um so two strikes with the runtax uh oh that's not great a 13 and a 19
0: the 19 just hits
2: okay um for 14 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to use uh my one of my um uh I'll use one of my action one of let's well, not an action, one of my uh attacks that I can use from Grace Skull. Um so you take an, another attack action. Via the manifest echo. Okay. So he attacks twice, right? Because it's just an action. Can he attack rec- recklessly?
0: No, okay. I think he only gets one attack action, unless he attacks using your attack action.
2: Well, it's it's a not it's not an action, so you can use your heightened echo's fury whenever you take the attack action. You can make one additional um one additional melee attack. Okay um that's a 17.
0: 17 does not hit
2: i have plus 11 to hit dice <laughs> do you mind
1: okay really don't want to hit this girl
0: and then it is amaris's turn and you see yep
3: seven points of acid damage
0: okay
7: so one
0: got it okay so she is going to then spin uh you see her bring up one of her large wings and as it spins her head sort of stays in the same uh area that it was because owl heads and how they turn and then as it gets to a certain point you see her head just sort of follow through with the body and as the body continues in this uh, circled pattern large wings and plumes begin to fall off of Amaris and as they begin to fall towards the ground they pick up into a whirling Uh, kind of current that extends all around her and she is going to cast a blade barrier using her owl wing uh, using her uh, owl plumage counterspell okay make a arcana or make a d20 check 17 okay you are successfully able to counter this spell takes to... his great sword and just slashes
1: into the whirlwind and it dissipates
4: how close am I to her when this happens
0: uh you did you say that you got directly on her last round or did you get within 10 feet okay okay yeah so you'd be within 10 feet you'd been outside of that's fine yeah so then that is her turn was trying to do this thing Albajan Sorry, everybody, I rage.
1: Everyone takes two points of fire damage. <laughs> oh, three points of fire damage, I think. This is not a spell? Nope, it's my Pround Path. Dun, dun,
4: dun, dun, no, it's two, dun. sorry. That was wrong. Two points of fire damage.
1: Stop. Stop. He's... How big is Amaris? Is she large or huge? She oh, is... She's huge. I wanted to grapple her, but <laughs> I
3: can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <me> sorry. <laughs> Woo! Woo!
1: Um, reckless attack on her. Okay. With the great sword. 19. Just hits. Great. Six. Uh, 10 points of uh, slashing on the first. Second, uh, 20 on the second. Metal hit? Uh, huh? Metal hit. Okay,
5: 11,
1: 15 on the second. And then I'll try to scoot around behind her, so I'm not
0: five feet from anyone. Okay. Sounds good. Then next up is Corey.
4: She's going to rush up to her and regrettably start swinging her sword. Um, 26 on the first attack.
0: Oh yeah, that hits.
4: Uh, and fun story, I now do radiant damage on every attack.
2: Uh,
4: so that's going to be... Seven slashing damage with uh, three radiant damage. Um, And I'll go ahead and drop a smite on this third level. Okay. So that's, oops, come back here, you. One, two, three, Um, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 radiant damage.
0: Okay. And Cory, as you slam into Amaris with this large burst of radiant damage, you can see that it isn't doing nearly what you feel like your follow through should normally allot you.
2: Mm hmm.
4: I suspect as as much. Um,. And as she does that, she's trying to like, she, she's basically trying to slice the owl away from her. She's doing glancing blows. Uh, um, second attack. Ten probably doesn't hit. It does not. All right, bonus action healing for Gwen. Uh, seven hit points. I think that's it for me. She's okay. going to stay close.
0: Gwen.
2: Gwen is going to attack… twice. Okay. Um… Um, and I guess as she does, she's… no. She's going to say, um, If we kill you, he has no chance. We need you. Please help us. Um, and that's a 20. No, that's a 24 and a dirty 20. Both hit. Bokeh. Bokeh. Okay. For 28 damage total.
6: Okay.
2: Um, is Who has a shield right now?
0: Arjan has it tucked of... in the bag of holding.
2: Yeah. Arjan, take it out. Maybe she can fight this thing. All right. Why do you like this?
0: So. <laughs> yeah, Gwen, did you have anything else that you wanted to do? Nope. Okay. Uh, does the echo fighter not happen every round is it like a i
2: I can do it twice
0: gotcha all right Mm -hmm. cool
2: but i can uh i can bonus action teleport to it i guess
0: that's fair uh and then i believe that i skipped arjan by going straight to gwen so arjan it would be your turn
3: take it out and do what
2: a little girl! It's part of. She, she's gone, right? When you put the shield away, she was gone.
0: You haven't seen the little girl during this entire combat. This owl form appeared around right. her.
2: Oh, so she's in there? Yeah. Oh. I retract my statement. One's going in next time.
0: <laughs> Just let the owl eat me. I'll fight my way out seen a digimon movie
3: uh okay so um for my bonus action i would like to hex the the burb okay and give it disadvantage on strength checks okay disadvantage on strength, and i want to take a couple shots eighteen does not hit. It does not. Natural twenty does.
0: Oh for fucking sure that one do. It's
3: uh thirty April Okay. Okay. Necrotic fire and piercing from a magical weapon. Any resistances.
0: Nope. You can just tally it all up. 15. 15, 30, 34, 30, 34 points of damage. Holy shit! It's a good, good fucking strike. Amaris, uh, as this large horned owl creature, Uh definitely definitely uh looks like they have taken that hit for sure and then anything else
3: i'll take out the shoe
0: okay and the voice says i promised i would protect him i said i would do whatever it took And they are going to strike out towards... uh, They're actually going to try and strike out towards Arjan. At disadvantage. Yes. That's good, because one of those hits was a natural 20. The other was a 28 to hit. So Arjan, this is going to be for... 28 points of slashing damage.
7: And then...
0: Minus 7. And then 27 points of radiant.
3: Isn't... Half that would be 24... If I make a natural 20, that'd be 24. That's not 24.
0: All right, Hex is down. Okay. And then they are going to try and slash out at you a second time with their claws. Also a disadvantage for 14.
3: That doesn't hit. I would like to use my reaction, though. Sure.
0: I need a dexterity save.
6: Okay.
0: It's a natural 20. I'll take half. Okay. Uh,
3: four points of fire damage.
0: Okay. So, and that's already halved. No. Or is it four? So she takes two. Uh yeah, I rolled eight. Half okay, it gotcha. Thank you. All right, and you see that there are. On this large form, what look to be like visible cracks, almost like there are hairline fractures in pottery, and you see that there is just this deep purplish energy that seems to be almost radiating out of these cracks. Of the owl, or yes. the shield? of the owl. Okay. The shield looks... Like, there is no luster in it. Like, it has an almost matte texture rather than having a shine like it previously had. That is it for Amaris. So, then next up is Al.
1: Popping my Radiant Consumption uh, and doing two attacks. Recklessly, sorry. Okay. Raider, weapon, weapon master. I can. I'm great weapon master. I'm. I'm. I'm not great, guys. Um, uh, twenty three on the first. Yeah, that'll hit.
7: Four, two,
5: four.
1: Uh, 20 points of slashing, 10 points of Radiant, <clears throat> oh, 11 points of Radiant, half down to 5. Okay. Uh, same deal on the second attack, um, Reckless, weapon, greater, Great Weapon Master. Uh, natural 20. Nice! Sorry.
6: Bum 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 bum!
2: Tis the season Uh, 27
0: points of slashing They are still alive and kicking Cool Um, They look very uh, injured though End of my turn She takes 6 Radiant
1: Okay.
0: Corey. Mm. Or wait. Yes. Sorry.
3: Um, Amaris did uh did take a turn to attack me a couple of times, right? Yes. There's acid on it.
0: Acid.
3: Yes.
1: Just gotta keep dropping dots on enemies, that's
0: all. I love it. Okay. So that would actually have put Al's last attack over the threshold. Nice. So, Al, can
1: I make it like a subdued strike?
0: <laughs> you can't. No. You don't know what this
6: is. It's gone.
0: Okay. And as this Strike ends up cutting in to this large owl form. You see that it stops and you hear the sound of breaking. And you watch as this large owl spirit just shatters, like glass or porcelain onto the ground. And inside of it, as this spectral shell falls away you see this same sad scared little girl that was there before just kind of fall into a pile onto the ground she isn't shifting and shaking she isn't flickering and you just hear crying it doesn't sound like you don't see any um Like cuts or bruises or burns or any horrible things that have happened to Amaris. It seems like all of the damage that you did was superficial to this large spirit form. Uh, But she is still, if anything, she is shaking because she is scared.
4: Corey drops her sword. Yeah.
0: I'd like to back away so I'm not in anyone's range
1: and start dropping everything.
4: Yeah. I'm just going to step forward carefully. Um, and then seeing that there's no danger, she's going to kneel next to Amaris and put her arm around her.
3: Knight's in the courtyard, I made a mistake.
2: Gwen is also going to drop her rage and, uh, give Griscoll a little, like, salute before he goes away and move to Amaris to kind of, like...
0: will put a hand up and give himself a self-high-five and nod towards you. It just disappears. (laughs)
2: She'll kind of go up behind Amaris and like see if she's okay with her hugging from behind. Yeah. Okay. Gwen will embrace her.
0: There is physicality. There is a form. This is not holding on and like invisible friend hug. Mm -hmm. Like you feel like there there is a form here. And Amaris sounds like she is out of breath, and she's trying and struggling a little. Uh, And she says, I need to go back. I need to make sure that he's safe. And as she's kind of like struggling in your hug, her hood falls back just enough that you can see that she has unruly, unkempt reddish hair and that she has eyes that are as bright as starlight that are just filled to the brim with tears
2: hey hey it's okay it's okay we're getting we're gonna get him back
0: and she just shakes her head and says
6: you don't you don't understand what's the
2: matter
0: and She just leans in to Corey and just takes several shuddering breaths. And after she regains a bit of composure, she says,
6: Ever since I've been friends with Caleb, Whenever things get too hard, we change places.
2: What?
6: He calls it, he calls it an eclipse.
2: Looks to Corey.
4: Uh, she just sort of purses her lips.
2: Physically?
0: she shakes her head no
4: what does it mean help me understand
6: it's like when you lock yourself in a room because you don't want to talk to anybody but he put he locks himself in the room and then i make it so that way he doesn't have to worry about things
4: And you can't do that anymore.
6: Not oh, while well, I'm here. I need to go. I need to make... I need him to be safe.
4: That's what we all want. And we're working on it. We will find him. I promise. This bad
6: man.
2: What can you tell us about him?
0: And... Amaris sniffs. Uh, and says, he's
6: short, has a beard, um, says he has a library he wants to go to. He says that the only way he can get there is with Calem. It's with my friend. There's another there's another bad man that's helping him, I think.
4: Who is the other bad
6: man?
0: And she says I don't know his name but he
6: has blue skin and horns from his head.
2: okay look I'm gonna make you a promise okay and she's gonna like move in front of her and like touch her shoulders you protected him when he was growing up right
6: I still protect him yeah. he's my we're best friend. Pro-
2: yeah we're gonna protect him too I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure he comes home safe that's what we're doing right now
0: and Amaris just nods and holds Corey tight
4: Do you know how to find him? Do you know where he is?
0: And she shakes her head no.
4: Um, Corey will pat her on the back and say, It's all right. We're going to find out.
0: And is at that point that she says,
6: The other man. When... We're alone. He calls Caleb his owl.
0: Al make a make a history check. Fuck? You
5: motherfucker. Motherfucker.
1: You uh, motherfucker.
0: Sixteen. Al, you hear this small girl that seem to have powers far greater and beyond her understanding describe a blue-skinned individual with horns coming from their head. And you actually recognize this description to a point you think that there's no way that it couldn't possibly be. But you remember that there is a figure that you have met you were once his jackal.
1: Uh, Regine, Alvijan takes his mask off. And you hear him laugh.
2: What? What? Ooh, not the time. Like, Like, maliciously?
1: <laughs> maliciously laugh. There um. is
0: venom in this laugh
4: where he looks up at him.
0: Like, Amaris is of, hugging Corey super tight at the scary man. <laughs> so
4: she, she looks up at him, kind of, her arm protectively over Amaris. Just like,
2: the fuck?
1: So the bastard is alive.
2: You know this guy?
1: <sighs> intimately.
2: How intimately? Wait, no. We don't need to know. We do need to know. Please tell us.
1: He'll sink his great sword into the ground. When I was younger, during the wars in Shen, I signed up for a particular program headed by a blue-skinned tiefling, and they did things to us. They weren't nice. We were made to do things for them. That were equally not nice, and I'm going to save that until the young one isn't here.
2: Okay, but like, it—he's here,
1: and he has your boy. Doesn't and make that's sense. Not good.
2: Ah, uh, shit. Okay. Um. Well, Amaris, child, (laughs) looks up at Al, like, we're going to get you to him so you can protect him again, okay?
0: And she nods and says, I have been. Since he's been gone? She nods.
2: Can you see where he is? Like, where he's being, like, what it looks like in the room he's in or anything?
6: It's dark.
2: Is he acting like himself?
6: They just do experiments.
3: It hurts. Amaris would she mind if and Arjun's going to uh, put the hand that he has the pearl ring on on her her shoulder. I want to cast Identify. Okay. uh, Specifically to figure out what spells are affecting her. Uh, Because I want to figure out if there is any spells linking her to Kalem that might prove useful to us. It's going to take a minute.
0: So there are no known spells that connect Amaris to Kalem. But you feel like there is a connection, that there is something that ties her to him. And you feel like the shield has been but a gate for this connection to manifest in. But it was never, in the beginning, it was necessary. But there, again, is some, something deeper that the two of them share.
4: Mars when it is no longer the full moon, will you have to leave again?
6: She nods then I can go back and make sure that he's not hurting.
4: Does he remember us?
6: She nods. I think so.
2: Can you tell him that we're coming?
0: She'll nod and says that she will try.
2: No matter what, no matter what we have to fight, who we got to kill. We're coming for our boy.
0: And she then gives you a hug, Gwen.
4: Has his sending arrived yet?
2: That would have been yesterday that they left for the thing.
4: Okay, but they probably haven't made it there yet.
0: Have not made it there, no.
4: no. (laughs) Amaris. Soon someone is going to speak with him with Ascending. Can you tell him that that's coming?
2: Wait. If he can't- if he is aware and he is- uh, do you think that he's like in sort of some magic container? Do you think Ascending could even get to him? Because he would have tried to contact us, right? Maybe. probably rise
0: wow Amaris says it's me
2: what's you
6: he is in the room but I'm
0: where And she draws on the ground in the dirt.
6: This is his body.
0: And this is me.
6: But when things get too difficult.
0: And then she draws a picture of Calum again in the ground. But there is a bubble around his head.
6: Then, I take over.
1: Kid can't contact us because he's not there. He's locked himself away.
5: Oh, shit,
2: Caleb. But now that you know, is there a way that you can let something in like that? If you're part of him, right? It it goes to you.
0: And Amaris says,
6: I don't want to let anything in. I can't let anything in.
4: Amaris, you said you would do anything to protect him. This could be
6: a way for us to help him. Please don't let me let anything in.
2: Hey, 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 you don't have to, you know? We're smart, we're strong. You're smart, you're strong. We'll, we'll find him, don't worry, okay? We'll come for both of you.
1: If anything, him locking himself away is a good thing. This researcher, if he had his way, the boy would break. And there would be no putting him back together
4: what
1: is his name did we ever get a name Steven for the
0: researcher guy yeah yeah his name is Discovery Discovery
2: Amaris Amaris if you're if you're in charge if you're the one in control and you can you tell that mother, mm. <clears throat> you tell him, the bad guys, that they got something coming.
1: Uh, this your... What's... What's Element of surprise. Was...
2: You know that he, they got something coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she nods.
2: You've seen what we can do, right?
0: She nods again.
2: You know that we'll do anything to get him back. We're on our way. Okay?
0: And she nods again. And as the moon passes out of phase, you see her physical presence begin to Dwindle. It's almost like she begins looking see-through, and as she hugs onto Corey, as she dis- as she dissipates, the last thing that you hear her say is, "Please don't make me let anything in."
4: Um, as she's, as she's disappearing, Corey says, we'll find him. I promise.
0: And she is gone.
2: As soon as she disappears, Gwen stands up and just grabs one of her hand axes and hucks it as far as she can and yells.
0: And the shield that Amaris houses herself in typically, you can see has what looks like underneath the surface of the metal itself. It's almost like there is a strained imperfection that runs deep like a vein underneath the surface of the shield that stretches from the top almost towards the center. Oh my god!
1: If discovery is there, there will be people. God, I can't believe I'm using this two nights in a row. There will be people like me there,
2: we'll you will kill so them all.
4: Proud of yourself? Oh Nights in the but- courtyard.
3: Need to know. Archon says he's putting the shield away. There's one, well,
1: there would be at least two of them. Uh, One wearing a Gibbon mask, the other wearing a crow mask.
2: How did you get out?
1: We staged an uprising. We? Myself, and a few others who are in the facility.
4: There's a lot of
5: you.
1: There were a lot of us. I don't know where the rest have gone. I wish I could get the word out. Because I'm sure a lot of them would like their pound of flesh from this bastard.
2: Amaris is, like, kind of like a god, right? Wait, what? She's the daughter of a god. The daughter of the Raven Queen. (laughs) (laughs) Stop walking away from me. Gods get their power from worshippers, right?
4: I mean, I feel like that's meta knowledge. Would we, would we know?
2: Would we know that?
0: don't would have explained it to someone. <laughs> it well, maybe Gwen picked
2: up on something.
0: It isn't necessarily worshippers. It is people huh? who believe. Who believe in? in that thing.
2: Okay, so if Gwen decides to follow her as her, her patron, that's not going to make a difference. Does Gwen know that? I don't know if Gwen knows that. I don't
0: think that Gwen would put those two... like. Those wires are just misfiring at uh-huh, this point. If uh-huh. you
2: believe really hard,
0: Amaris, <laughs> clap if you believe. But... I can't clap my hands! <laughs> it's Cory uh, just going like this. Sound of one hand clapping.
4: I used to be able to do that.
0: Uh, but, no. uh... With it was that so wholesome same, five minutes ago. With that Sorry. same vein, uh, Corey, make a religion check.
5: Uh, okay.
4: You better roll this well, you little motherfucker.
2: Eight. Stay down, Corey.
0: Nope. Arjun, you can also make this same religion check. Arjan you, you especially have a understanding about the belief that comes from gods it doesn't have to be praise and it doesn't have to be good tidings they just need any belief any feeling directed towards them Tiamat, for example, takes great pride and fear. She loves that people are afraid of her and feeds off that energy. The last several times that you have met Amaris, she has steadily begun gaining physicality. But when it was just your group and Kalem that knew of her, she had reached a certain point of still being mildly incorporeal so she's Um, progressing at some rate
3: i mean but would i have any insight as to what is causing that whether that's caleb or whether hey it's good for her to be feared and loved
0: you do not know
3: so i don't i don't have any a any, anything valuable to add to the conversation okay he's he's not going to so if i
2: just like worship her will that make her stronger
3: um, i mean maybe i mean I kind of get the feeling that she already holds a strong place in all of our minds. <laughs> so I'm not sure how much, how much more it would do.
2: And now and now, one more, right? Right, Al?
1: No, not his head. As an aside, maybe it's best if she doesn't take over his body.
2: No, but like, if she's stronger, she can like, you know, protect him better.
3: Probably. Um, Unless she can physically bust him out of there. Unless she gets that kind of strength, I don't know if...
1: She's going to need a hundredfold of what she already has.
4: She's protecting him. She's not letting anything in. That probably means they can't access the library that they want.
2: That's good, though, right?
1: Right. Uh... This is a bit of a touchy subject for myself. But I can relate to him. Uh, I'm an asthma, And what that means is there is some monochrome of angelic inside of us.
2: Sorry, one more time.
1: There's a goddamn angel inside me.
2: Like for real or like Arjan?
1: Like for real, that's why I burst into light sometimes.
2: Yeah. I the burst rest... into light too, but it's different. Of course it is. I was wondering what that was.
1: The rest of the people who were with me in the facility were also asthma, And the uh... tiefling did something to one of them. He extracted his light. Which All means right. what? He ripped the angel out of him.
4: So what, what was left? They might do the same thing to Amaris.
1: I don't know what became of the spirit.
6: Or do I?
0: No. No. You know that something else was put inside of Aldrin in its place, but... Yeah.
2: And we need to move fast.
1: Even faster than fast.
3: Do you want to press on? I don't know how much more the horse is going to handle today.
1: We should rest for tonight. That battle, that battle was something.
2: Yeah. But as soon as we can, we go. First light.
3: Even before that. Yeah.
1: I know I'm new here, but. I'm not really supposed to speak this into the existence, but you should all probably prepare for the worst.
2: Gwen brandishes the Runtax. Don't you fucking say that ever again.
1: He'll just look down at her. There's a sad look in his eyes. and then turn and walk away.
2: She slams the Runtax into the ground, sits down. Oh,
1: fuck. Knights in the courtyard.
5: Okay.
4: Or I
1: could, yeah, Knights in the courtyard.
4: Corey's gonna follow him when he leaves. Um, and she'll just approach him, and say, I know you don't like to talk about it, but I need you to tell me everything.
1: If it helps you better prepare then.
4: Um, she'll just sort of look up at the stars for a moment, at the, uh, void in the sky, where the constellation used to be and is no longer. Um, and she'll say, There was a time when I wasn't able to help people as much as I thought I should. But I've grown stronger since then. I need you to tell me everything.
1: He begins to exposit.
4: She gets the whole backstory.
7: Okay. Uh,
0: so you gain the knowledge of the tiefling man known as Discovery, who has blue skin, white eyes, and their horns are like ibex horns that kind of just spike upwards from uh, their forehead, forehead rather than temples. Um, in, the, in this project that... Uh, that Al was a part of like he said there were quite a few of them that had been inundated into this project and over time realized that what they were doing that there was no there was no good that was coming from it they were soldiers they were fighting on the wrong side. As you gather from it, the ASMR forces that were being used were not by the forces that were being backed by Arathsk. They were being backed by the other nations, nations like Botan, that were specifically using these walking these walking weapons to fight their war for them and then there was the uprising numbers fought against each other brother against brother ASMR against ASMR there were those that believed that there was no such thing as right or wrong and they continued to side with Discovery. And then there were those that made it out. Those like Al.
1: We lost a lot of good people that day. You remind me of one of them, you know. Oh. Her name was Kita. She uh, kept our spirits up. Sang our songs, told us stories. I think that was the hardest loss for me.
4: I'm terribly sorry.
1: It happens in war.
4: Uh, Corey's going to look up at the sky um, and she's going to point out some constellations to him. I
1: we'll appreciate it.
4: And I think in a vulnerable moment, she'll say she doesn't want to lose Calum.
1: Nobody ever wants to lose anybody they love. You just gotta try your hardest to keep a hold on them.
4: She digests that in silence, and when the evening is over, she's going to try and take on her moon form.
0: Okay, make a wisdom save. No, these are wisdom checks, is how. Yeah,
4: we've gone back and forth on yeah. it. Um, seventeen.
0: Seventeen is not high enough.
4: Oof, that's. That's rough. I don't have a modifier for wisdom.
6: It's a difficult time.
4: If it were a save, it'd be a 24.
0: (laughs) Nope. All right. All righty. So, you all, uh, or is there anything else that you guys wanted to do over this evening? All right. So then, the following day, you continue your travel. There doesn't seem to really be many people out on the road. Uh, this isn't a very well-traveled road. It looks like it was at one point, but you're guessing that after the fire took the hollow locks, that there was not as much reason to go this direction as there once was. But you continue on this road nonetheless. And the journey goes for roughly about, I want to say, four days. And then you see a, towards nightfall, there is a figure that is approaching your camp on horseback. And as they get closer, they don't seem like they are trying to hide themselves in any way. They aren't trying to be stealthy about it. And as you see this figure approaching, it is a red dragonborn. A red dragonborn that once attempted to rob you along the side of the highway.
2: I think Gwen's just gonna stand up and just go, HEY!
4: (laughs) Corey uh, will ride up next to um, Arjan and say, How do you want to play this? What brings
3: you
0: back here? And the dragon, uh, this tailed dragonborn gets off of his large horse. And begins walking into your camp, not seeming to pay attention to the so- social stigma of stay where you are, and says, You said that I was like you. What did you mean? A woman came to me in the woods. She said that I was missing. And I was found. Then she said to speak to you. You would know what this means.
3: Right. Come, sit down. What is your name? My name is Ajahn.
0: What is yours? I am known as Kendak. Kendak. And as Kendek makes his way into your camp and sits down at the fire where Arjan has pointed, that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. So I would like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop by and join us for this wonderful and fun romp through our homebrew setting. Boy oh boy, it's been a time. I love this game. Hey, speaking about things
6: that I love, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? You motherfucker. That
1: was what that tweet was about. Hi, everybody. I'm RJ here on the channel. You can catch me at too 282 on Twitter and Twitch, <laughs> where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and stream sometimes. I streamed Animal Crossing this morning, and it was fun. Um, anyway, uh, you can catch me here on Mondays as Albert Ostafor, the... Asmar Warlock, Barbarian, and on Thursday, I'm starting a new show over at G, G Game Nights. We're playing a Jane Austen inspired tabletop RPG game called The Good Place. Uh, we'll be doing our session zero, where we're, we'll be doing all our bonds. It's going to be great. I have an idea of what I want to do. And then you can catch me again on Sunday, where we'll play Tomb of Annihilation, where I play Hassan, a yuanti druid cleric. We about to fight a snake, man.
2: Hi, I'm LB Hack'em Up. You can find me at LB Hack'em Up, where I post pictures of my kittens and uh, post whenever I'm streaming. I will be free tomorrow night, uh, but tomorrow, uh, but Wednesday I'm on Nerd Immersion's channel doing uh, The Rod of Seven Parts. Thursday I will be back on my own channel, LB Hack'em Up, finishing a horror game with Lauren that the lovely RJ donated to us, which was um, it's amazing. We're super loving it. Um, and then... Uh, so Sunday, I will be on G Game Night's channel uh at four doing um not as Abby. I'll be playing Victoria the cheerleader, a uh, psychic that nobody knows about. Um, and and then after that I will be on the this channel again as Rinrin, the sweetest of girls, whose um backstory might be coming out. It seems to be trickling, so <laughs> Yay, to dot com.
3: Hoy, I'm Cyber. I'm go- I'm I'm gonna try this thing where I'm real succinct. You can find most of the things that I do at cyberwolf1201.live. You can you can find the YouTube. You can find the Twitch where I play video games badly, talk about lore. You can find the Patreon where I do tell-dory conversions of D and D modules. Uh, you can find merch like this for let's talk about it. It's a neat little tumbler. Uh, that that you know supports the podcast like how I was in and I do Let's talk about it um but what isn't on there are the other D&D things that I do uh like this on Monday um I'm here we're gonna we're gonna be spilling the backstory for somebody else so that's that's cool uh I'm also here on Thursdays for a little bit longer uh finishing up Ghost of Saltmarsh where I have to kill my inner demons, except they're outer demons, and they're actually a psychic catfish. Uh, I also am on pro Restars on Saturdays, where I play uh, a, a druid who lied about being a druid on his resume, and also is gonna be there for the next two weeks doing one-on-one sessions with the DM. So that's gonna be real time of some sort. Keener.com.
4: Hi, everybody. I'm the titular Danae Keener of DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. I play as Coriander the elegant Paladin on Mondays and as Baz the Drow Rogue on Sundays. He's from the Down Under Dark. Oh, God, my mind is blown. So many red strings. DanaeKeener.com.
0: Excellent, and if you've made it this far, probably already know who i am but if you don't hey acorns what's up it's me your buddy your pal your friend the indoor adventurer the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures we do shows like this monday and thursday at 5 30 p.m pacific standard time and on sunday at 7 o'clock p.m pacific standard time this is your first time joining us and you would like to find out more of what we have done consider going to youtube.com slash indoor adventures we have vods uploaded of All the games that we've done ever since the Wii beginnings of this channel back in 2018. It's been a while in the making. We just hit 500 followers. I'm very excited. I'm going to be posting uh, giveaway information on Wednesday. Uh, Typically, I like to buy the things that we give away and then showcase them a little bit. But because of the whole, you know... Backstreet Boys reunion tour going on right now. Uh, Instead, I am just going to be posting pictures of them, and then when you win, I will buy it from said retailer, and then just send it directly to your house, so that way it minimizes the amount of contact that it has with all sorts of what-haves-you. Uh, Other than that, we are going to be going into our our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community but also from each other. So if you've had any questions for myself, for these wonderful players, feel free to post them in our Discord in the questions for the court's chat, and we will do our best to answer them in kind. But with that, I would like to say once again thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by. Thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week, and we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody.
5: Bye-bye! Bye!